Hey, welcome to the conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And I've got with me a couple of special, extra special guests today. Uh, Fina and Hrna have actually worked with Heaven and Business for the last nine months as a part of the third year School of Ministry program here in Reading, California. And this has been the most unusual year ever to do something like that. So I thought the greatest opportunity is actually to go behind the scenes and interview them about this messy intersection of faith and family and business and ministry school and pandemic. And they're both internationals. So what's that been like for them being in behind the scenes with Heaven and Business, with Andy, with the Heaven and Business team this year and what we can learn and what they've learned and, uh, here goes, because I hope this is going to turn out okay. So, Fina, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. So, let's Honored just... to be here. Yeah, so good. And let's just start by saying congratulations to the two of you for completing the most unusual year ever. <laughs> and I'm not sure if you're crazy or genius, or there's a fine line between the two. But let's go back a little bit, and I just... Give us the 30-second introduction to who you are, where you're from, and uh, then what made you come from your country to do Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Now, let's jump into Gerna first. Yes. So, my name is Gerna from the Netherlands, and before coming to BSSM, before coming to Reading, I was a speech and language therapist working with nonverbal individuals, having my own practice. Um, which I had recently started. I had used to work for a larger company, um, kind of startup that had blown up quite quickly. Um, and God had moved me out of that. And then there was the next step of actually letting everything go and coming here. So, yeah. So you came here for three years. This is the end of the... Well, no, no, no. I came here for just one nine month time. But then I think I kind of got hooked <laughs> to being here and was like, okay, I want to explore more and lean in a little bit more um, and get to second year. And then meeting you and was like, I would really be honored to do third year and to lean or to learn even more. So that's how I ended up in third year. Wow. So audiologist professional businesswoman, very capable, uh, leaves that all behind and comes to a ministry school in America. What on earth have I done? Just for nine months. And now we're at the end of three years. This is going to be a fascinating conversation. Thanks, Hrena. Yeah. Fina, what about you? What was life like before BSSM? Yes, yeah, so I'm Fina and I'm from Indonesia. So that's a long way away from Redding, California. I used to be a high school teacher for 10 years plus, and it's been my honor to just pour into students and to walk alongside them and to walk with them through transitioning from high school to university. So it's been, it's been fun and I have a huge heart for it, but I'm also involved with church, um, leading worship and also just the production team, anything production really. And um, my husband actually went to the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry before me. And so when we got engaged, we got married, um, I started going to the school. And like Herna, I also just wanted to do one year. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned into two years. And now I'm here in my third year with Heaven in Business. So it's been, it's been quite the unexpected journey for me. So tell, tell me about the first two years, if you said in a nutshell, I mean, obviously, 
you carried on. So that's it's, it's a significant cost for an international. You've got fees, you've got travel, you're away from family. It's a, and you're not allowed to work legally because you're here as a student. So what was the attraction? What kept you or what did you get out of those first two years at Bethel School of Ministry? You want to go first, Fina? I thought we're on a flow here now. <laughs> well, um, I think for me, just being here, experiencing the culture, so just the healthy um, way of how people treat each other, how people are around each other, that reflects something that I read about in the Bible, but didn't necessarily experience back home. Um, and looking at it from the outside, you know, following online um, resources, watching YouTube videos, like whatever, like there's lots that's available and that's great. But after I had been here for once nine months, it kind of was like, oh, I think there's more. I just want to, well, maybe I'll use the term marinate myself even longer in it and really get the culture and really um, and just be in it so that I can not only experience it, but then also grow towards actually taking it with me once I leave this place or once I start to um, lead others again. And did you feel like you had that after two years? Um, I think in a way I did. What made me choose to do a third year was actually helping like, okay, how can I translate what I've learned here to different places because there's a very specific way of talking around here where everyone kind of knows what we mean <laughs> i think but yeah, sometimes maybe if you... every in, every environment has the unique uh, yes correct yeah so there is there's part of that where i was like oh, i would love to be in a spot or a place where i will be challenged to translate it into a different language like keeping the core the same but being able to find the words that will help others understand the principles, understand what I've learned and experienced. That's great. What about you, Fina? What's been, what, what was the most significant for you from the first two years? And then what made you want to do a third year? Yeah. So I actually came from a background of um, charismatic Pentecostal church. And so I was already exposed to the prophetic and supernatural ministry and then um, towards my 20s, I, I discovered reform theology, which I also learned so much from. And I honestly thought I was going to go towards that direction <laughs> until, of course, God changed uh, the direction. And I met my husband and then he told me about BSS and the school. And then I was like, OK, we'll just try it for a year. And because I was, you know, towards the trajectory of reform theology and this is this is wonderful, this is great. Um, and my experience in, in school has been God just basically saying how you need both. Both is so important. You need to know your scripture and you also need to have intimacy, like the ex actual experience, the existential experience with the Lord. And so I feel like I'm getting a healthy dose of the, um, the pursuit of God and just presence and power of God that, that, that it's mostly the lingo here in, in Bethel. And so to me, that was the that was my journey is just to see how actually those two need to be just as strong in, in every every Christian's um, life. So, yeah, that's me. So help me understand reform. So when you say reform, just define that for us and our listeners. So it sees 
um, Christianity in a covenantal view. And um, it gives us very, very um, helpful categories to kind of understand God and understand the bigger story of how all scriptures point to Christ and how there is this beautiful redeeming arc that we're all in 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 his story and how the whole world basically is a story of him reuniting himself with his his children and I get to see scriptures in light of that and how everything points to Christ so it's it's really scripture based um but it's really helped me to understand the bigger picture of, of why we believe what we believe. Yeah, so good. And for those listening or watching this, you can jump onto bssm.net to find out more about the actual program of the School of Ministry. It's both online and in person. Um, that's not the primary reason we are doing this today. We get to learn <laughs> from Fina and Hrina about their experience. But let's jump back into the third year. Fina, you chose to, to sign on into the third year program, which there is some class components, and then it revolves around a mentor or a ministry, which is Heaven of Business with Andy Mason. So why on earth did you say yes to that, especially given that this year is the craziest ever year to know... Are we going to even meet in person? Are we not going to be in person? Are we, will we have an event? Will we not? There's so much uncertainty. And you were crazy enough to say yes in spite of it. Why was that? Yeah. So in, in second year, well, in all of BSSM, we're taught to go after the, the presence of God, to go after the power of God. And so we study about revivals and just how move of God happened throughout history. And I learned so much, but at the same time, I didn't know how to translate it into the practical sense, into a business, into you know spheres of influence where people are not necessarily Christians, people are not necessarily spiritual. And so heaven in business gave me that outlet. It gave me that, oh, this is this is how it can look like for you to bring presence and power of God in your business, in, in the secular world, you know, and this is how you can minister them. So it gave me language, and that's what I was looking for. And so when I heard that, oh, third year, there's an opening for a heaven business. I'm like, that's where I need to be because I need to know how to apply all this wonderful things about revival that I learned in a language that makes sense to the world. Um, and not everybody's going to stay in the walls of the church. Majority of us going to go out there into the real world and actually deal with real people. <laughs> so this is why I chose heaven and business. And the reason why um, we're this crazy to say yes in a COVID year. <laughs> I feel I have, I'm a firm believer of God narrating our story and that he has a every, you know, he has purpose for every single thing. So even, you know, the time of COVID, the time of quarantine, working from home, like, I don't think anything is coincidental if he needs me to be here at this year. So I'm still going to give a yes, even though it's a unique COVID situation, and I'm not necessarily going to get the experience that every other third year has um, experienced with heaven in business. And so let's just jump in. So has it, you knew it was going to be crazy. Your trust is in God more than in Andy. And thank God for that. That's been good or COVID <laughs> or whatever else. What's this year been like for you? For me, um, working from home has been um, not really stretching. In other words, I, I'm a homebody. I'm an introvert. And so saying to me, work from home, 
you know, is a piece of cake. Like, yes, I can do this. I can, I can do it well. <laughs> so to me, that's, that's a big component. Like, okay, I don't mind working from home, but at the same time, I get to learn so many new skills um, that I wanted to hone at the beginning of third year. And it's just interesting how God worked everything out that I was able to learn, you know, skills like video editing, website building, all these things that I've been curious and wanting to learn. And I got, I got that and, and so much more in, in third year. And I guess one of the other things is to see the value in me, just to see like, oh, it turns out that I can do this and I can, I can start a business out of this. Like you I would believe never- it. Yeah, I would never have dreamed that. And so in third year, to me, that has been the biggest eye opener is to see what I carry in the most practical sense as well. So that's that's for me. So really different. <laughs> and we're going to jump to Hrena in a moment. But I mean, your goal was, I want to be able to translate this culture, this Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry students culture, 2000 students in this environment that pray for the sick like breathing that prophesy like uh, eating bread it's just so normal or natural in this environment and there is some you know there's a little echo chamber there's a bubble in the sense that they run around like that um and you're saying how do i translate this into everyday life beyond this yeah how equipped do you feel to do that now i feel very equipped the it doesn't seem as mysterious or haunting anymore because it really is as simple as giving someone an encouraging word. Um, it's as simple as, you know, showing the father's heart to your colleagues or to whoever we're talking to. And it's just being able to break through the, the religious mindset that we have when we want to separate church and, you know, religious and secular. It's really just breaking that and, and, and learning that God actually has a heart for, for everyone in, in the marketplace. Love it. Love it, Fina. Hina, what about you? What made you want to do third year? I think you already said you want to translate the same sort of reason. But then on top of that, you were sitting in the Netherlands. We had a conversation and I really released you from any expectation or obligation for this year that you come back anytime. Yeah. And you were wild enough to say, no, no, I'm coming. Why did you choose to come this year? And what has it been like for you? Um, I think a couple of reasons in that whole process of why do I want to come Um, outside of having a business that had to do with, I want to actually finish or have another year with some people that I had been starting to do life with. So just the community here and actually being in person with those people, even if it would be a limited in-person experience. And then the having a business um, where you actually ask like, hey, please don't come because we don't really know what we're able to offer you. We don't really know what it's going to look like. Um, We probably won't be meeting you in person until at least January. Um, With all of that, I think I got even more excited because it would be an opportunity. (laughs) It would be an opportunity to see people lead to see you lead in the midst of an unprecedented experience or unprecedented situation and season um and what better way to lead an experience or to to learn and to see a leader um in a season where they haven't gone through something where for me it's more like oh you're not going to be able to do it on your 
like backbone, kind of like how you've always done it. It's not going to be, oh, this is just how we do it. And I get to observe some of the regular, but it's, no, there's actually going to be new situations where you don't have a script of how you do those things. That's going to be where the real meat is almost in learning and seeing and observing how the leadership is going to be. And also then hopefully develop some of that myself. And I think being here in the experience, um, thinking about it, it's like, it's one way to hear maybe two, three years from now from the lessons learned in the season, but it's another thing to actually be in the season myself. And while all the craziness and all the different opinions and all the different whatever's in the world are going on to be in a place where there's healthy leadership and just experience myself healthy leadership. Um, and which with healthy, I would mean safe. There's space for my voice. There's space for different voices. Um, yeah, that has just been really good and healthy and, and healing, I think, in ways that I didn't even expect yeah. that it would be. So what you're telling me is that when you knew it was going to be unscripted, less planned, you actually wanted to be on the middle of the inside of it to see if is this for real and what's this really going to be like and if it fell down to pieces you'd be like i want to if it's real i want to see it if it's not i want to see it yes exactly. so so then what's the verdict uh it has been great i mean just seeing navigating some of the changes well i mean the, the for one the team has changed quite a bit um seeing how you navigate that, just seeing the team itself navigate all th through these changes, the, oh, normally we do these things, but we're not able to do in-person events. What are we gonna do instead of in-person events? Because we still have people that we want to serve and we want to encourage them. We want to um, bless them and give them whatever they you know need to continue their work and they're part of um, God's bigger plan. Um, and to navigate those changes and to see all these things, I think just has been amazing. Um, and, you know, there's parts where like, oh, I, would, I wish it would have been different. I wish it would have been this or the other. But I think also Fina and I, we've said it to each other multiple times. Like we're, we both are of the kind of, oh, you give us lemons. Okay, we'll squeeze them and we'll just make lemonade out of it. We'll, we'll make it work left or right. Like we'll, we'll just make it work with whatever it is. Um, so that was also a great opportunity to just make it work with whatever it is. And I've had a really good year. So how well equipped do you feel you are to leave this environment, to go anywhere and to engage and stay strong in your faith, practical. So your faith actually practically serves you as an audiologist. Uh, how well equipped has this year helped you do that? Um. Well, I think mostly for how I view people and how I want to serve them, that I, with that, I can, I can have all my core values, all my beliefs just translate into that. So I feel very equipped in taking God wherever I go, like, or not taking, he, he's leading, like I'm with him, he's with me everywhere I go. And just even the the joy of sharing the breakthroughs or sharing the small things that happen when I work or when I get to work to know like that is actually my worship to God that is where I get to as you always say forge my friendship with Jesus and 
just step-by-step step learning more and more like, oh, my heart for specifically my group of clients that I have such a big heart for is actually reflecting a part of Jesus's heart and is part of why he created me and how he created me and just experiencing that joy of worship and that joy of, oh, God is close that we so often experience maybe in a church service actually is with me, you know, all the days of the week and not just on a Sunday morning. So good. And just to give you both feedback, I'm just so impressed by your flexibility and your faithfulness and your willingness to actually just jump in and adapt and learn and grow with us. And yes, it has been very different, um, but it's been an absolute pleasure walking with you two this year. So for those watching, listening, uh, that's looked like meeting pretty much every morning of the week, 8 to 9 a.m., planning, preparing, uh, discussing questions, getting feedback, not always agreeing, but working out how will we do what we do. So they've very much been a part of every aspect of what we've done for this year. And it hasn't been easy. So, Fina, what's been, if you could have changed one thing this year, what would it be? If I could change something? I would change COVID. <laughs> um, that was probably that would probably be the only lows that I would have is just the not being in person and just fighting off the what ifs, what if it wasn't COVID, what if you know it was last year, what if I joined last year or the next year, just fighting off that, yeah. you know, and just being present with like, okay, this is where I am. And um I believe that the Lord has, you know everything all lined up for, for me, um, the way he, he planned it beautifully. And so that I would change, I would change that, but yeah. yeah. So there's two sides of that. One is absolutely you'd change that when we would have been in person, it, it would have been completely different, but in it all, I've heard that you chose to tr No, God's got me here for this. He's got things for me right now. Yes. So you chose to intentionally focus on, what you do have access and, and authority over to do rather than the things that we don't have control. Yes. And you've yes. modeled that incredibly exceptionally well in spite of it. Oh, thank you, Andy. Karina, what about you? What's, if you could have changed something or, you know, what's been the biggest challenge of this year? Um, I think challenge at the start of the year was that there was such a freedom in what I wanted to go after. It's like, what do you want to learn? what is and I'm like just ask me something give me a box to take and I'll tick it and I'll make it sparkle or whatever like I'll make it <laughs> you know I'll do the the um, uh, do all that but actually where it brought in me like that wrestle of oh I, that's part of what I've been doing is just kind of reading the expectation of other people and then meeting them and if possible exceeding them and with that not being there, especially at the start of the year, because it was just like, well, if I want you to grow and I want you to go after what you want to go after. Um, and also having the entrepreneurial setting of like, well, it's business. Like if you want to do, you can go after it. I'm not going to just tell you all these things that you need to do. Um, yeah, that was definitely challenging for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know how aware that like you were of that, but it, we've definitely, I've definitely talked about that with Fina quite a bit. I'm like, oh, just, just give me a list. Just, just give me, me something to do. To do. Yeah. Just give me tasks. Um, not having those was, yeah, was I think challenging at the start. 
Um, what I would change or what I would have loved if that would have been part of it, because I don't think I want to change much because, because of this whole situation, it was what it was. And I've been able to see the changes and the shifts and the how to lead in the midst of all this chaos and in the midst of uncertainty to actually, I think what I would have loved to see more of would be, um, if I compared to other students that have done, um, their third year experience with other mentors is more, I think, of how you actually interact at home. Because I think from what I've seen, it would be very much the same, or in, but in, again, another kind of different way um, and have a bit more of a peek behind that curtain even like, okay, how you interact with your children and how you empower their voices and how you empower what they want to go after. Yeah, that would have been something um, would have loved to see and change, but yeah. That's good. It certainly has been an interesting year, but both of you have kind of pointed out there's some things that you've gotten this year that you would have never gotten otherwise. So I'm pretty sure. If I said, what's one thing going forward that you would never want to change that either has happened or we've gotten to do this year that you're like, I would, whatever we do, we've got to keep that. Fina, you want to go first? Okay, my my story has is just uniquely different. I think Andy is just the way that it worked out with transitioning with the team members, and the fact that I have access to so many resources that it it wasn't gonna happen had it not been you know just this year basically. Yeah. Yeah. If I enrolled last year, I would not have the same access that I would to all the heaven and business resources that I do now. So I just think that's something for sure that that happened to me um, specifically. And it, it was only for sure this year. Like it would, I could never imagine it if, if it was the year before and, and even before that. So yeah, that's, that's my experience. Cool. So you want to keep that and learn that is that there's always so much that you can access. And I think that's been part of the lesson. There's always more that we can get than we realize if we one, have the right perspective. And number two, we'll ask the question and go after it because there is nothing yes. that can stop you doing that. And we've realized all of us have of how much access we have to people all over the world from our home virus yeah. screen. It's not, and we didn't actually have the, we did just never pushed on that or never expected it when we can do it in person. But this yeah. has opened up a world for us in terms yeah. of even what we do virtually and remotely with events, with speakers, with connections. It's not now no hesitation, picking up a phone saying, can we meet? When can we meet? And I can meet with business leaders all around the world from my, from my office. So yeah. good. Huna, what about you? If there's like there's one thing that you'd say, I'd never want that to change. Yeah, I think also the experience online and just knowing that there is really no limitation in actually maintaining relationships with people, even if you're not physically in the same space. I mean, I am very much a person for in-person, for meeting together, sitting around the table, sharing food together, like all these things I very, very, very much appreciated. But at the same time, knowing that we can actually reach people and have that same connection with people, even if they can't travel, I think that has just been mind-blowing. I mean, hearing first um, 
or kind of just all through this whole experience. And it also is a bit into the school experience, but just knowing like praying with people virtually this way and not necessarily in person laying on of hands or whatever, like, you know, like how we read that in the Bible and how we do it in church and how we can be there for people as we've known it so far to actually see like, oh, that, that translates through a screen, like that translates somehow through my Wi-Fi, like what, what, how that works. And just to see that I think has been, that's something that no one will like that limitation or what you said, like, oh, it was available. I mean, it's not like all those tools weren't available or all those video chat, you know, programs or the variety that we can use that they weren't around. We just never really operated that way much and to see like, oh, we can actually do that and it has massive benefit and you can connect with people and even start doing life together in groups that use that before wouldn't have been possible just simply because they're, you know, That's spread around the country. Yeah. In all different spots. Um, I think that's definitely something I wouldn't change. And for me also, the early morning schedule was great compared to where <laughs> last two years was more of like, it starts at 12 and I'm like, what do I do with my morning? Just tell them <laughs> that's my best energy. So just starting early mornings has been great too. What about one, what's one leadership lesson that you've learned from being a part of the 3G program with Heaven of Business? Oh, so many. I think one of them, just observing the process of actually taking the prophetic words that were given, specifically one at the start of the year, and actually um, really taking it again and again and being like, okay, are we in line with, with this word? Do we feel this resonates with us? Do we feel like this is, some, this is the direction that we need to go in? Pray over it and do that together as a team and have everyone just really taking it almost as a guide in, in hand with the Bible and, and, you know, with everything, but just seeing how that actually works and how you can really walk that out. I think that for me has been a great, um, great way. And just, and then making bold decisions with based on it and being like, okay, this is scary. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I know God, I know that he's faithful. I know what he's done for me in the past. So I will choose to follow this word and actually take it into the future and move based on it towards that future. So the practical assimilation of the prophetic words of scripture and then discussing that together, which is effectively wise counsel. Yeah. And to get the, how are we going to do this? And then just making the decision knowing that we're never going to have the full picture. We can't control the outcome, but we're making the decision to move forward. Yeah. Great leadership lesson. Yeah. Fina, what about you? What's the leadership lesson that you've gained this year from being with Heaven and Business? Yeah, I've learned so much how, just from how you navigated the conversation of the, of the current events that was happening in the beginning of our year. Um, we had a lot of, um, political tension with the election coming up and just so many things with masking, not masking, a lot of things that were, people had different views and people in the team had different views and people in the environment had different views and just seeing you navigate that so smoothly and including everyone, making sure everyone is, everyone is seen, everyone is heard and that everyone felt safe. I just thought that was very grace, graceful and gracious of you. 
And I needed to see that model. Like I needed to see how you would carry a conversation, how you would transition out of that conversation, how you would take the time to listen to every, you know, every person's view and how to rein in those views, you know, when someone gets a little, you know, a little bit too far, far off from the general discussion, like how do you rein them back in? Like all those things, I learned so much how to work with people, how to do life with people who are just radically different from you and have different um, point of views, um, different beliefs as well. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad it seemed that way from your side, because from my side, it was a lot less smooth <laughs> than that. Uh, but um, It was. <laughs> um, so final question, what have you learned about yourself this year? Um, that you're going to take into life and do differently. Karna, you're up. Yes. Well, I think one of the things that um, I wrote down somewhere, I think in the executive retreat or the online experience that we had was I am a minister of disability affairs and just to fully embrace the reality of that truth. I think that's, it's not that it's completely new to me. It's not that I wasn't already on that track. It was something that I think even people that did first year with me or second year with me and that I now tell about what my future plans are, they're like, oh, that's absolutely up your alley. Like I can see you do that. But just a deeper um, understanding of, oh, this is who I am. And it's not just what I do. And that I think also was very much in the choosing to do this third year experience with heaven in business, that language was a lot around being, being truth to who I am and how God created me versus doing a whole lot, because I can do a whole lot. I have lots of capacity, but actually knowing it, who I am. And if I know who I am, then I can move from that place instead of performing, you know, into these things and kind of getting an, an identity but actually knowing like no this is who God created me to be this is who he called me to be and this is what I get to do um, even after this yeah super good Fina what about you what have you learned about yourself this year that you're going to do differently going forward yeah I've learned what it's like to celebrate the value that is inside of me um, what I carry the voice the message that I have i I just see that is the theme for, for my third year here is just seeing how that's celebrated, what, what I, what I have and, and just um, people like yourself, Andy, pointing out the value that, that I, that I do have the well that is inside of me that I, oh, yeah. I never thought, you know, is exists in me. And so it was, it was good just to, to be with, with you, to be with the team and just, uh, contribute and and as well as finding out discovering for myself like oh it turns out that I do have a well of you know whatever well of strength and and this is how I can contribute even more you know going forward and so to me that's been a beautiful journey of discovery and reaffirming and yeah just reestablishing what's already planted in me <laughs> well I'm I'm just delighted it's been an absolute pleasure of mine walking with both of you in the team this year uh, Fina, you're an absolute gift. Uh, what you have done with media production, just the timeliness of that this year. And yes, it absolutely is a business, an agency, I would say. And Herna, <laughs> the, the Minister of Disability Affairs, just how you carry that and walk that 
out so well. It's just been a privilege walking with you and seeing your heart, mm. both for miracles and healing and also loving people in the process and making sure no one gets overlooked or devalued is huge. Mm -hmm. So both of you, it's been an absolute privilege. If you've been watching, listening to this and you want to find out more about Heaven and Business, jump onto heaveninbusiness.com and actually go into the events because we've got an event coming up. These two, because of this year, we've <laughs> delayed uh, our in-person conference. It's normally in February and we've delayed it to the end of May. And that's coming up. It's called a Leadership Summit where we can actually deep dive into some of these things and actually go even further. And there's going to be a ton of in-person discussion, uh, application of how do I lead like Christ in the middle of uncertainty? We have Ford Taylor with us, Shay Bynes. It truly is going to be a wonderful time. But I just know for all of us, it really has been a remarkable year. So I'd encourage you to ask yourself those same questions. Number one, uh, what have you loved the most about this year? What have you loved the most? Number two, if you could have changed one thing about this year, what would it have been? And number three, what's one thing that you've learned, you've grown in, you've observed, you've seen this year that you would never want to change? You want to protect that as a part of who you are. And uh, we just bless your week. Go and do great works because you were born for the impossible. So these two have modeled that. They're like, bring it on. So I challenge you, go and do the same. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you, Andy.